Welcome to X of Words, a new podcast for the new status quo, created for and by X Twitter. Every episode, a new guest picks a new question for a shotgun quick listen chat. One question, two voices, 10 minutes. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of X of Words. Thanks for being here again. We love to see you. You love to see it. Uh, I'm Ash, and with me today is Carl. Hello. Jen. Hello, Ash. Jen. Jen Carl. Jen Carl. You can follow him at Jen Carl. That's G-E-N-T-C-A-R-L. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Say, say hi. Hello, everybody. Hello, Ash. Hello, X of Words. Hello. Very happy. Very happy to be back again. <laughs> He's a recurring guest. Yeah. I said that with an R. Grest. Grest. I am a recurring guest, which is a species. It's a species of chimera. 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 Sounds like, sounds like a bird. Um, yeah. So, anyway... For just just ceasing on that that stream of bullshit for one second. Today's question is: Are the children of the atom first generation chimeras? Uh, for everybody who haven't seen, there's a brand new set of mutants that are kind of uh, copy copy pasters of really really iconic mutants, and we're just going to chat about those for ten minutes. So now that you know me and Carl and the question, the X starts now. Uh, I have no idea, but I kind of like, I kind of hope not. I kind of hope not. Um, I kind of, I don't think they are. Like I went, you know, I went back to Powers of Ten and read the Chimera backstory in Moira's Life Nine. Mm-hmm. Or like, I think it was Life Nine. And yeah, I mean, that got me thinking loads of things and got me like super excited about whatever Sinister's up to or whatever, you know, in the current Life Ten. And... I kind of, I don't know, looking at the preview images for Ch- Children of the Atom, there's so much, and, and what uh, Vita Alaya has said about it, uh, they, don't, they don't look like, they don't look like Chimera to me, they don't, I think I th- I kind of want them to be human, I th- or maybe a mixture of mutant and human, but they seem to have, like looking at their outfits. They've got a lot of yeah. tech on, they've got a lot of tech on them, a lot of gadgets. They've got pouches, <laughs> it's like 90s, they've got pouches, <laughs> you know, they've... In the fine tradition of the new era of X-Men, reclaiming the worst of X-Men's history and making it worthwhile, I think that might be happening. I think the pouches might become becoming worthwhile things. So I kind of... Imagine growing up with the X-Men and going, yeah, I want that many pockets. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I did. I... And, I, and I still do. Uh, <laughs> but And then I can just never find my keys or my phone or my mask because um, it's in one of ten pouches. But... um yeah, I think what I want, kind of what, and looking at the preview images, I mean, you've got, who have you got? You've got a Cyclops, you've got a Nightcrawler, you've got an Archangel, you've got a Jean Grey, and you've got a Gambit. And it's, like you say, like iconic kind of fan favourites. And Vita said these are kind of, you know, these are fans. These are fans of the X-Men, and they're like young Zuma fans that are cosplaying or are kind of wanting to be them. And in some of the preview images, they're fighting Sentinels, and it got me thinking about this kind of... I think they are, aren't they? Yeah, I've seen one or two where they're fighting Sentinels, which is weird because I didn't know there were any Sentinels still around, really. But maybe that maybe they're, maybe that's a danger room or something like this. But um, it, it, I, Yeah, I, I've, I've been wondering because I've been looking and one of them's got three fingers. So the one who looks like yeah, most like true, Nightcrawler yeah. seems to have three fingers and a tail. And But the tail's blue and his skin ain't blue. 
so I think it's a prosthetic because I was looking at this as well. It's 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 a it's a it's a good outfit, I think. Yeah. And that's a glove. You know, that's not his flesh with his three fingers. He's got three. He's got three of his literal fingers stuffed in the middle finger hole, which is commitment. I love the things that people get passionate about on this yeah. podcast. We're like the tail. The tail's blue. The tail's blue. <laughs> he's not blue. I don't know. What do you think? I kind of hope they are new mutants. I kind of yeah. hope they are because this is. Like, I, I love anything that challenges Peter Pan syndrome. Mutants, I think, is one of the best. What syndrome? Peter Pan's Peter Pan syndrome. Ah, Peter Pan. Okay, yeah. You yeah. know when characters are never allowed to grow up? I think the, yeah. the person who suffers this the most in Marvel overall is probably Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they're just not allowed to grow. They're not allowed to change. I think mutants mm. have been a bit insulated from that, partially because they're a massive ensemble cast. They're literally... Yeah. You know, there's hundreds of mutants to choose from. So you never have to yeah. focus too much. I mean, we still do. Wolverine has entirely sure. too many fucking titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's so many of them that you can kind of drop focus around. But I think introducing a new generation of mutants who've been inspired by the legendary ones yeah, actually starts to take into serious consideration that we've had three fucking generations between yeah, Ga- right. Gambit being on a top team. You know, you've had new mutants, you've had Gen X, you've had Academy X. Yeah. So of course you, you'd have a new generation of mutants who've looked up to these guys. Yeah, and, you're right. And I'd love to see, like... I think it's such an interesting take on legacy because you know we've had we've had characters like Miles who's been inspired by Peter and then you've mm. had characters like Kamala who've been Kamala Khan. I think this is the mutant version of that. You've got legacy characters who aspire to be these legendary yeah. people. I think it's really interesting. That is super interesting. I think like I mean what I love most about the preview images is uh, the Cyclops outfit because you've got this combo of the kind of animated series kind of um pouch thing on the chest and what looks like the kind of cyclops uh kind of cyclops phoenix kind of visor it's it's like it's a bit like that with that weird little kind of triangular version which to me are the two most utopian versions of cyclops the kind of like like kind of like proper superhero 90s cyclops and then the kind of stupidly powerful let's fix the world but the avengers won't let us uh, version of um, Cyclops and <laughs> combining those two with some kind of amazing bl- dark lipstick on and like little little short blonde haircut I'm well into it yeah so I have no idea but like I don't know it just seems like a really hopeful fun kind of book you know um, yeah and you're right that kind of that legacy thing as you say like X-Men are just they've just been trapped in a kind of eternal loop of dying and then resurrecting and it just being a bit bleak but this is like yeah, lets the older ones grow up and yeah, creates a bit of lineage and fun. I hope so. In a fun way. I hope so. You know. Um so great. okay, if we don't think I hope so. they're Chimera, then to kind of tie us back to the question that we had, what do you think the initial sort of impetus for Chimera was then? It's super confusing, isn't it? Because like I love Sinister. I've always loved Sinister since the nineties, like and but I still don't really get his bag. I don't really know why he's doing anything other than just being a completely off his trolley, you know, like, and, and then reading that kind of the powers of 10 stuff about him betraying mutanity. And, and then that, that thing that um, house of X powers of 10 did, which revealed that there was one mutant sinister and he was kind of a human. Most sinisters were actually human sinisters. It's just like, 
I mean, trying to, you know, trying to detect his loyalties is a pointless exercise, obviously. So then, but then this thing with the five and them kind of maybe subconsciously or what it looks like X Factor is going to explore more mutants who want to be tweaked in a certain way when they're resurrected. It's kind of beginning to happen anyway, right? A really interesting proposition is if you had kid mutants on on Krakoa who looked up to mm. these, frankly, very battle-ready mutants but didn't have battle-ready mutant powers, Yeah, would they want to be resurrected yeah. with yeah. a little bit of Cyclops in them? Would... Yeah. It's just like, you know, oh, I love these guys, but my yeah. tongue's just blue. Draco, you, you can bring me back yeah. with some cool shit. <laughs> yeah. Or like, I can teleport, but I'd love the tail. You know, that'd be great. Because you know? like, it does actually Why are you so help. against this kid's tail, man? I love the tail. No, I'm into it. I'm just saying, you know. Um, like, or maybe they're like Genosian kids who are, who are killed and like, and they're coming back with a bit more. And, and that, I think what, so much of the Hickman stuff, the uh, Powers, Dawn, House of X stuff, yeah. the the kind of inevitability of certain things and whether you run with that or whether you fight it, right? Like the inevitability of AI or the inevitability of whatever. But um, so this notion of Chimera or, or you know, even kind of, oh, there we go. There it is. Uh, subcon- subconsciously being made by the five anyway, or... Um, it's kind of super interesting and yeah but I, I don't know there's just something really hopeful about about the, the look and feel of Children of the Atom Where do, when did the phrase the Children of the Atom come from as well is that like a proper deep cut from the 60s or something or like back when back when they were like oh mutants of, because of radiation and then they retcon that out obviously but like I couldn't tell you exactly yeah. when but I know that's not the first time I know that's a, that is a, a homage the name in itself is a homage I, I've never even thought about what happens when the mutants who died on the previous iterations of a mutant nation are brought back. Mm. Like how into a mutant how nation, weird is yeah. it? Yeah, imagine, imagine. Yeah, you're right. Dying on Genosha, and I've woken up. And I'm like, hang on, I'm alive again. Where am I? Oh, we've <laughs> made this island for all the mutants to live on. You're like, fuck <laughs> this. I'm go. I'm going to Berlin or something. I'm not staying here. You know. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's. I think that would be a really interesting reason for why people might want to be brought back with something a little bit more offensive. Because it's like yeah. if I died, yeah, if more I powerful. died in the dirt yeah. with a set of wings that did fuck all, yeah, give me the eye beams. Yeah, 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 one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I think that's ah. fair. Well, thank you. Let's. I, I think cool. that's it. We probably Dash. hit. We probably hit the rest. I think we yeah, hit. That's it. <laughs> and this time you did my oop. I've been realizing that every time, every time oop. the alarm goes off, I go oop. <laughs> I'm trying desperately oh. to stop it. I mean, all that all that shows is that I'm just chatting the whole time. And, uh, yeah, there we go. That's exactly what you're here to do. We love hearing you chat. Man. Thank you. It's been another great 10 minutes. I've been Ash. Pledge. I've been Carl. And this has been X of Words. Someone that choke, someone that fit aside